The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Well, we've got Daniel Williams here from the PTSD Academy podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great, so thank you very much for having me. Well, it's great to have you here on the show. Now, first of all, can you just describe what you like to do in the podcast and I suppose just a bit about your overall work with PTSD as well? Yes, thank you. I take mostly an alternative approach to post-traumatic stress disorder Mm. because the mainstream is so limited they give you an antidepressant and give you one form of therapy maybe 12 sessions and that's it it's supposed to be one size fits all but my research has led me to a whole lot of other things that people can do yeah and it's so interesting because for physical illnesses people seem to get all the help and care in the world but they just put you on pills for mental stuff and it never seems to fix the problem it just suppresses it for a short period of time yes that's a huge criticism of medicines that they're not actually repairing anything underlying they're making you feel better Mm. but if you're not doing better in your life then you could just be taking pills with side effects that um, aren't getting your goals met yeah so when you're doing this podcast what kind of things are you talking about because i take it each episode concentrates on a different specific topic yes i tend to try to balance them out between physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional things that people can do for themselves. I tend to be a do-it-yourself teacher and try to break down what all these expensive things and ancient things have in common so that you can use the principles for yourself. Yeah. And what would you say are some of the ways that you can make yourself feel better if you've got post-traumatic stress disorder or maybe just any kind of mental illness? Yes. My quick tip is when you have a problem, ask yourself, is it a physical, mental, spiritual, or emotional kind of problem? And you can define that however you want. And if you really feel stuck, then what you do is you use one of those other three areas of life to make yourself feel better. And you will feel best when you're doing a little bit in each category every day. Yeah. And what actually is a spiritual problem then? Because physical and mental, it's kind of obvious. You could say any kind of illness would fall into those categories. Spiritual, I don't think I've had a spiritual problem. Well, it happens when people run out of purpose or lose their meaning in life. Maybe you lose a job and you had a lot of identity tied to that and you saw yourself as that type of professional and you lose that. So sometimes people struggle with identity and life change too. And we have to remember that no matter what's happened, we still need to make a new purpose for ourselves to wake that that part of us up. Yeah, that's so interesting because I would have just thought that would come under the mental category there. So what sets it apart from a regular mental problem? Well, there's another layer. Yeah. That is in the spiritual category. Yes, I have purpose. Most people might think about faith when you talk about spiritual. But in my research on PTSD, I discovered a third thing that I can't find a better place to put except under a spiritual energetic category because 
because yeah. it's got to do with energy release modalities, acupuncture, reflexology, trigger point massage. Now they do tapping on different trigger points. And I'm podcasting on the research that shows and supports that biophotons flow through these ancient channels wow. that, that, that have been around for thousands of years. Yeah, that's quite incredible. And acupuncture is something that isn't mainstream, but does it work? Yes. And, and I would say with, with all things, in, including mainstream therapies, they work under certain conditions in certain ways, in certain times, in certain environments, right? Mm. Everything is that way. And what I want to try to do is bring awareness that you may have an invisible wound to your trauma that you don't see. And if you would try an energetic release mechanism or meditation, maybe weightlifting, running, it can be physical. But what's most important is that you mentally are telling yourself, I am releasing my stress with this activity yeah. that seems to matter more than what, what activity it is yeah and do you find that things like this helps a lot better than what you would get if you went to your doctor yes i think that the, the way to view modern medicine and western medicine is it's it's great for traumas and accidents mm. surgeries and emergencies and it's really good to go get checked out by a doctor mm. if you are aren't sure if there's something really bad wrong with you. Yeah. you might need a scan you might need to but the, so they're there to rule out the really bad stuff yeah. But where Western medicine is weak is in the daily maintenance and nutrition and things like that so that um, people can care for themselves. Instead, yeah. they're dependent on the system, eat whatever fast food they want, don't exercise, don't listen to common advice. And then they go to the doctor to fix the problem. But the Western doctors aren't really set up to fix those problems. Mm. Yeah? Do you think a doctor would recommend these types of things, even though it's not what they prescribe? I think that most doctors are afraid to to get too far outside of the bubble of what is considered average treatment. And if something were to go wrong, say, and, and I published a, an article on lavender, someone got the kind from like a, the retail store of lavender, you're supposed to just put in a diffuser to smell, it says do not contact the skin. Well, they poured a lot in the bath and took a bath in it and got really sick in, in their brain, an inflammatory response. And I published on that. So I was against some of this stuff that I now preach and, and say, wait a minute, we need to return back to the ancient remedies. Much has been left out of my education I've discovered since I graduated only six years ago. Mm. And and I'm just trying to share that stuff and go take it directly to the public because textbooks in the mainstream are too entrenched and slow to catch up. Yeah. Now, as well as doing the podcast, you also do courses as well for PTSD sufferers. Yes. I first got the idea when I was teaching these classes and writing curriculum in a hospital program, but those programs cost sometimes more than a thousand dollars a week and yeah. several weeks before you would hear all the lectures and material being presented to you in these programs. And I decided, why don't I just adapt it for PTSD, put it on online on the internet and let people sit and watch that as fast as they want to. And I've had family members watch all of them in one day. That's unheard of. You can't get this kind of information that fast in the mainstream. Yeah. And what do you think makes it a course rather than just a series of videos that could be on YouTube? Well, I, I position it that way on purpose because I would eventually like to add continuing education credits for different type of professionals, even 
law enforcement, first responders, but also healthcare providers like myself. I'm a psychiatrist, the medical type that writes prescription medicines, but also counselors. So I'm not there yet, but if this is supported and people want to hear more, that's what I want to do next. And so I've set it up, of course, with quizzes and certificates for fun for now, but I have plans later. (laughs) Yeah. And do you find that take up is quite high? Because I don't know, I've never had PTSD, but maybe if you were diagnosed with it and then you found out, oh no, I've got to do a course. Does that sound off-putting or do people actually are quite up for it? Totally, it's off-putting. If somebody's hurt you or some trauma has happened, the last thing you want to do is spend (laughs) extra time and attention. You don't want to realize the full weight that now I have a lot of work my life has changed. So what I like to tell people is start with your strength. I have a lot of things people can do, but you as the individual, my message is start with your strength over your life. Has it been physical, mental, spiritual, emotional? What would you think? A podcaster, a writer, a researcher, probably mental. You know, lots of military, they push their bodies real hard. Other people might be touchy-feely, tree huggers, and spiritual and emotion and energy led. And then I say, round out and become expert. Take what is best about you first and get a podcast, get an audio book, make that better. So you start feeding your mind and getting that confidence you're going to need to make some changes. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds quite inspirational. Good. Thank you. Yeah. I hope so. And in terms of what's actually in the course, what's in it? I have a variety. I mentioned the one course. It's the mainstream you would get if you want to know what happens at hospital programs. But I think some of them are a lot more interesting, like pet therapy. Lots of people want their service animals. They're taking dogs everywhere. I don't know how you feel about that. So I wanted to put my two cents in the conversation out there about what is the science behind animal communication and how can this, how can your dog that you get from a pound teach you about your own emotional presence and awareness? So I make it a therapy course. Yeah. And animals can just help with loneliness, I suppose. You just have someone there if you live alone. Yes. And they they make you get up and do things like take care of them and take them for a walk. So animals fit there if if someone can handle the responsibility but I also have classes for therapists doctors like myself sex therapy uh, after PTSD I'm anticipating is going to be popular because a lot of people don't want to talk about that and there's a lot of sexual violence that happens well what happens to those people many of them have been my patients and what happens is they just kind of go home and get quiet and isolate and they never work through that This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. They don't know how to do that. So I have a course that's tasteful. None of my courses have trauma stories or bad language. I want to make it safe for teenagers that have had Mm. trauma. 
And yeah. so that's my goal, because I don't think you have to go over bad stories all the time to help people. I think that's part of the problem. Yeah, that could probably set someone off again, maybe, yes. if you tell a story that's too similar yeah. to what they've been through. Yes. Yeah. So in addition to the courses, I've linked in a circle community with yeah. the teachable courses. So people have opportunity to connect with other students, maybe get some guidance or accountability so that we're off of Facebook. People can't see what we're saying and I can control the, the, it myself. And I'm looking for moderators because we don't want people insulting like they do out there. It's toxic yeah. online. And I'm trying to create a safer place to, to learn how to heal. Mm. Yeah, it's the one place that you really don't want toxicity. Absolutely. It would shut us down in a heartbeat. And yeah. so we'll have some special rules. If someone does violate a policy and like get in our forum and like say something nasty yeah. or it goes way religious, or ugly or political my plan will be hey you 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 got the courses you still have access to the video courses but we're going to ban you out of our community and and it's not a one-day ban you're done we're not doing that here we're not tolerating it no bullies allowed (laughs) yeah absolutely and going back to the idea of animals and pets i think just the idea of having something that's dependent on you can make you feel like you're not worthless and you are important in the world totally totally and another thing they give you unconditional love Mm. and the animal like dogs is my favorite they don't sit there like we do sometimes and think about the future and anxiety and panic and worry they don't do that even if they just experience something bad they'll calm themselves down pretty quickly and settle down and not worry again so sometimes i just look at my dogs and i'm like that's right that's right just come into the moment, Daniel. Just be here in the moment with the dogs. And they're a great feedback. They're like a, a thermometer for, for your own emotion. Yeah. And what do we get from the course that we don't get from just listening to the podcast? The number one thing I would promise or your money back is, <laughs> is to say that shame is about to get just run over with a lawnmower. Mm-hmm. So the, the negative self-talk, we blame ourselves, we hold ourselves responsible, even after traumas that maybe not not our fault at all. It's hard yeah. to understand how that happens, but it's called survivor guilt. It happens. Mm-hmm. And the more you learn, the more that shame will melt away. And so that's my tool is to educate you, not to dumb it down, but to give you everything and teach you all how it works. And then you'll understand the battle you're in and yeah. maybe step aside some of those things in your life that have been strug- you know, struggle for you. Yeah. Survivor's guilt is such a mad thing, but I suppose we all do it to a smaller extent where even if something wasn't our fault, we think, well, maybe I could have lessened the impact by doing this and yes. things like that. And it's really hard to know when you've learned that lesson and it's time to stop feeling bad and get over it. You don't know. If you do a whole class taught by professionals with books and you look at it and you go, that's all there is. There's a kind of a sense of completion that comes with the people that do the course because they feel like that was so thorough. I have addressed that now. I've given myself permission to not beat myself up over this anymore and and, Mm. and let it go. Yeah, absolutely. And is PTSD a permanent thing or can it be done? Can it be cured? I have a couple of episodes that talk about that. It's such a popular question. We want to think that things that hurt us in life, even if they're medical or accidents or injuries, that they that they go away, that they're treatable and curable. But how many people tell you that high school football or rugby injuries still linger into their 40s and 50s and they have a bad knee? People talk like this. And I think there are some parts of trauma that never go away. Smells, 
some of the memories, but it's very much like the networks in your brain that remember this are like a, a bonfire. It's like a small campfire. If more time is spent fanning those flames and focusing on it and thinking about it, if it's not dealt with, it'll get bigger and never go away. And some people isolate that way and do get worse. But the people that talk through it, face it, realize that it's not a permanent thing. It has forced you to learn how to take care of yourself in a different way. If yeah. you just look at it that way, it's an easy out. It's an easy excuse. There's no shame. Mm. I try to introduce self-care in a different way than you've heard it before. I want to make it fun. Yeah. I want to make it manly. I encourage martial arts, for mm. example. That'll take care of your energy spirit too. Yeah, definitely. That helps release a lot of emotion, martial arts probably. Yes, yes. Yeah. Especially if you do it with that intention again. Mm. If you go to the gym to work out and your friend goes to the gym to work out and to release his stress, he's mentally releasing his stress with the activity. I think two different things are happening to those people. Yeah. So I want to call that science out that now supports this to say, use your intention to release that things from the emotions that you don't want. Start to include it in your daily life to tell yourself a different story. So those flames of bad memories will calm down and you can start to develop other stronger paths and hardwiring in your own brain. You can rewire your own brain. Yeah. And if the event that caused you to have PTSD or the events resulted in physical pain also, would that pain perhaps be worse or last longer because you're thinking about the event more, if that makes sense? Absolutely. It's a great insight. In fact, I think it's one of the common mysteries of pain yeah. is that there is more to us than just the knee that got hurt. The physical bone is not the only problem. Yeah. The environment, maybe it was a sports thing, then it mm. mattered and you got hurt at an important time or mm. somebody hurt you. Or the, the example I used to give because I worked with the military a lot was many people on deployments have fallen off the back of pickup trucks or some yeah. kind of truck. So that's a safe trauma to, to talk about. It's an accident, accidental injury. And 20 years later, if their back hurts, I had many patients the very next thought in their mind when the pain hits is anger over the event that happened that person yeah. should have put that tailgate up they were supposed to do it they have a they have a grudge mm. and that grudge and that physical injury are working together to intensify it and yeah. so you can take all the pain pills up to where you're taking the max pain pills and still have pain and i would encourage you if you do acupuncture meditation reflexology just you know i give a long list on my podcast i'm not going to rehearse it all here for you but if you'll do an energy modality with your chronic pain you could have a breakthrough and it could change your life it happens yeah and i guess there's a lot of pain in our heads sometimes yes in fact our own perception of what we think is happening to us in the world yeah. whether we think it's more traumatic than it actually is yeah. or where we think no, no, things are okay but there's a there's a war on you know uh, our perception directly affects our immune system. All that science has worked out. So if your immune system is inflamed because you have a bad attitude, because you have negativity, because you hold a grudge over your injury, yeah. then the attitude makes it worse. You know? Yeah. 
absolutely. So in the not too distant future, what's coming up for you? Have you got more podcast episodes on the way and maybe even more courses that you're developing? What I'm most excited about is the community that we're putting online. It's a forum, but it's safe and private outside of Facebook and all that. Yeah. But what I what I want to do is have a place for success stories so mm-hmm. that when people come to us and they try something and it works, we have a place that if you can put that in the community and that that's the only area in the whole community where you would receive an automatic like email notification that someone put in a success story. So I'm actually thinking about trying to make this a good news channel. So that's not just always bad news, yeah. but you're going to start personally seeing and witnessing stories of people doing real life change with success. Yeah. Especially after these last couple of years, we need a lot of good news. We need it. We need yeah. to change. And, and I'm old enough. I'm 49, almost 50. I'm old enough to remember when these big tech giants came and went. I remember AOL. I I remember Hotmail, Mm. dial-up internet. And when when people decide to do a new platform, it's a game changer almost overnight. So we can totally do this. You can have your own space and build your own conversation if you have a niche group or something you're interested in. Um, We just want to be good to each other and and learn how to heal together in a safe place. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people do seem to have those email addresses still, though. Yes. Yes. (laughs) They've been reduced to at AOL.com and at (laughs) Hotmail. Hotmail. They're still around, yeah. but no one goes to them for their searches anymore oh, or yeah. their news much anymore. They've really dropped down probably yeah. less than five percent. It's certainly not any new email addresses that have that. Right. And you and you don't hear about them being drug into controversy either. No. They're sort of their right size where they're still humble. Yeah. And and they do what there's a you know, they only do one thing. Yeah. And so well, where are we able to check out all your podcasts and courses everywhere? I would invite you to go to PTS academy.com and you can check out the podcast community and courses everything right there great well thanks very much for joining us here today it's been great talking to you thank you so much and thank you i wish you well and all your listeners be blessed and be safe take care the throbbing pulse of sound, sound.